This episode is brought to you by Southern Elegance Candle Company, where modern values meet Southern charm. Right now, check out their spring and summer collection with candle scents such as Celebration, Coastal Waters, and Farmer's Market. And our two personal favorites, Southern Sunshine, which fills the room with an amazing aroma of citrus and sugar, and Southern Nights, which is a blend of sandalwood and gooseberries. Be sure to visit secandlecode.com and use our promo code CRUX, that's C-R-U-X, for 15% off all regularly priced items. That's secandlecode.com, where they lovingly craft each scent and city combination to elicit a fond memory to whisk you to a place of pure joy. Welcome back, welcome back to another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast. It's your boy Be Easy. And your boy Kane. Yeah, man. And uh, you know what I'm saying? We were debating which show the dude was going back and forth between this and the wire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh we was like, you know, the wire gonna be here forever. You yeah, know it's, what I'm it's, it's in the archives. Yeah, so this show newer, you know what I'm saying, and it's uh a limited series, I think it's like six episodes, so that ain't enough. I mean, it might be. Once we get to the end of the story, I mean, I, just as far as you know, how where my interest is at right now. Uh huh. Oh, want, you want my whole bunch yeah, more? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like it too, man. I just I I haven't fully read the uh, the whole story of like what happened. I did see an article um, that was kind of talking about the show, and then it mm-hmm. talked about like what really happened to. Um, one of the main officers that mm-hmm. this is about or whatever that we doing. Oh, we own this city. The name of the show that we oh, doing. Oh yeah, we didn't even say that. Yeah, Dang. we didn't even say that. Yeah, um, but yeah, this is our recap of we own this city. Um, but okay, I'll say this before we get into all our talking. Um, so the first we decided to do this after the shows had already came. You know, the series already premiered or whatever. So, um, we decided for the for the first two episodes that we missed. We're going to just kind of loosely talk about it or whatever. Kind of give you, you know what I'm saying, a little brief description. Quick summation. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, but, um, yeah, in the future we're going to do it like we did uh, with with Snowfall, with the deep dive. Yeah, we'll yeah, we get that. in depth with y'all. Yeah, we we'll do get into the weeds. Yeah, yeah, we'll do all of the same stuff too. Who we, I, I, I don't know if we can do the who we identify with and who won and lost and all that kind of stuff. We'll come up with some other ways to kind of, um, or, the, or the same way, you just gotta gotta see what. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just gotta see what's what, cause, cause in in the back of my mind with this, I'm always thinking like this ain't this isn't like, um, storyline. This is like real shit that really yeah. happened. So I mean, Snowfall is kind of real shit that really happened, but with a, a the fictional sp- sprinkle in the um in the uh, cocoa. I think it was more the cocoa sprinkling with the real shit. 
Like it was real shit sprinkled in. Either way, it's still hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but but I mean, like we could tell from Snowfall the timelines that some of those events did actually happen. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, May- yeah. Maybe more so the direct characters were like you know um, fantasized and dramatized for uh, dramatization purposes. Yeah, yeah. But you know the timelines as far as the, you know the uh, the war, mm-hmm. as far as the the, the crack. Epidemic crack era, mm-hmm. you know, all, you know, all that stuff actually did happen in those yeah. time frames. That's so. that's the sprinkling part that, that I'm yep, talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, this right here, this real deal, like they got it documented and all kind mm-hmm. of shit like that. Um, so if y'all haven't, if you just listen to the show just to listen to the show because you like our voices, yeah, we appreciate you. We some sexy black brothers. Yes, sound like it. Uh huh. Um, we appreciate you for listening. So this show, um, uh, hold up. Um, we own the city is um brought to you by the same well one of the same creators of the wire so if you watch this show and it feels the same way um that's why i saw a lot of people like brandon you um bamboozled us this ain't this <laughs> this shit like the wire i was like yeah it's because it's by the same creators of the wire but um i guess we'll get into it well first i ask you um how did you like well, you already said like oh yeah, I like yeah, it. Like yeah. it, when it comes to uh, a documentary, a movie show that's based off actual events, it's gonna always have my interest because, like you said, you can actually go back and, and research the stuff, the, mm-hmm. the, the the characters or the the real people mm-hmm. and the storyline. You know, it's a fictional tale. You know, it it catches interest because you just might be into that, that type of stuff, whether it's a, a suspense, scary movie, comedy, whatever. But when it's something that's factual. I could go back and be like, well, shit, who, this really happened? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's it gonna keep my interest regardless. Yeah. So so um, I like it too. Like from the first thing, and like with me, I'm like a wire vet. Like I done read. Yeah. I mean, I done watched the story. I mean, I watched the show probably like ten times, like from start to finish. Mm-hmm. I even got a wire book. You know what I'm saying? A book about it. I listen to a podcast about it. So that's like my favorite show. So when I watch this, I could tell like. I can really tell, like some of the other people, like they same people created it. Even some of the same lines that some of the officers said uh, in this, they said it on the wire back then. So you know, and one of the creators of the wire was really a police officer. Okay. So he, that's how he kind of knew all of that stuff too from back then. And then, you know, what I'm saying to now, you know, they still and have it, it. it may sound crazy, but even like how they cut their scenes, mm-hmm. that almost seem identical to how the wire used to oh, do yeah. back mm-hmm. then. So I, so I guess you call that the production. Yeah, 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 like yeah. like it was very similar in like how they used to go from scene to scene, the type of environments like like uh you know in one scene you know they sitting inside of a van doing surveillance, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But you remember in mm-hmm. the wire they was like sitting in that they gave them that bullshit little building for them to first set up they uh they yeah, wiretaps in. Yeah. So it, to me, but even even that too when you say the van too, it was scenes with them in the van. In the van too. Yeah, eventually, yeah. yeah, it did get mm-hmm. to that. So even though I haven't watched not one episode of the wire, which this show actually made me go. Find on HBO Max The Wire So I'm yeah. like You know what I'm saying Let me get back in this But even though I haven't watched Not one episode of The Wire Since I want to say 2000 Shit 10 maybe mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying It Just the production And the camera work Of this series yeah, Took me back to Them episodes mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying And then you know When we saw Certain people Certain people yeah Yeah That's the hardest That was the hardest thing For me at the beginning like, Cause you used to see them One way Yeah Already yeah. Yeah. And, and then like So like Even like The guy that plays um, I think it was his name Suter uh, Jamie Heck that he was on uh, Marlo yeah on the wire even like seeing him on different shows I could kind of put him in the different stuff or different movies or whatever I could put him in the character but because he like in the same city 
Mm-hmm. Like you say, it looked the same. Yeah. It feel at first it felt kind of funny seeing him walk up and down the street in a suit yeah. and be a damn detective or whatever. So, um, but yeah, getting getting used to some of the um characters being different. It, but one of the characters he play a cop again, um, like the uh, commissioner or whatever. Oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's still a cop, so he kind of played the same. But he a different kind of cop. Um, like his attitude or whatever. But mm-hmm. we'll get into that. Yeah, we're getting all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh. Season one opens up with uh, Sergeant Wayne Jenkins, and he's um, guiding some officers on officers on how the law allows them to go ruthless, go as ruthless as they can. Um, right. And this is back in February of 2017, um, and we see him and his team busting a hideout, um, and then they come across some ammunition, um, and this leads to several arrests, um, and then this kind of shows how brutal. He is, but in the first episode, so they see we see them going there and they get the guns and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and that's all we see. We don't see nothing else in the first episode, right? You know what I'm saying? I like how they did this, how they do it on this show. How like it's so many different point of views. Yeah, yeah, of and how, that's, how one event, yeah, how one place, event happened. You know yeah, but also like we like when they do the little, it's a scene with like how they um typing on the computer. They call that logging. Yeah. But it shows where, like, where the flashback gonna go to mm-hmm. the, the year, like, the, the address, year, all that. What, what they were actually doing, uh-huh. whether it was a training, field training, mm-hmm. uh, warrant was a uh, warrant serving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All that. So I, I like how they did that. So if you pay attention to that, you can kind of even though like the the back then and then back to the supposed to be present and mm-hmm. then you know what I'm saying all that back and forth. It can be kind of confusing um, at first, but once you like get what they're doing. Yeah. Um. Other than them just flashing on, they did it a couple times too. There was like you know, 2015. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. But you could also look at, like, they bodies don't change, but you could look at their like attire. So you could tell like, and when it's 2003, so you know it started out I think with like 17, 18 when he was like uh giving that 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 training to the officers. Yeah. You know he he looked older. He looked seasoned a like a seasoned yeah. cop. Yeah. But then when he was flashed back 2003, he when he got green. his rookie ride, he looked green. Yeah, and, he did. And nervous and scared. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So even when you see they keying in the log of the, the dates and the event, just kind of pay attention to you know their attire, their uniform, and their body language. That'll tell you whether or not they. You, it's 2017 or it's 2003. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that, like, that little small detail or whatever, if you pay attention, that's, that go good to, you know what I'm saying? That's uh, kudos to the actors. Because mm-hmm. that let you know they're doing a little, you know what I'm saying? They're they good at what they're doing because they're in the same way. Yep. From, and it's they portraying it like you say. So that's a good pickup right there. Um, it says, meanwhile, another plot in the show sees uh, David McDougal investigating a couple. Um, and uh, it was one, one of the people they uh, overdosed on heroin. Um, but then they saved the guy. It was a girl and a guy. Um, but then they noted that there was a bumblebee bag mm-hmm. marking on the drug. Um, and so they started to question people, question them about it. Um, for a lot of y'all that don't know, when when you live in a, in a, a big city and you're like a major player in the drug game, sometimes those drug dealers will uh, brand their drugs mm-hmm. um, like a. Uh, on American Gangster, Frank Lucas had Blue Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear rappers always talking about it. If the brick ain't stamped, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. So you want everybody to know you got the good stuff. Mm-hmm. So anytime you saw a Bumblebee, or in this case, or in another case, like American Gangster, that Blue Magic stamp on it, or you know, uh, a China Dragon or whatever, you want people to know, hey man, that whoever's selling them Bumblebee packs, mm-hmm. we need, we want that because a, a, a 
a fiend or a user will actually go up to somebody, hey man, you got that bumblebee? Mm-hmm. Nah, man, I got, I got these red tops. Mm-hmm. Nah, 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 I need that bumblebee. Like mm-hmm. even in the wire, they had the, the red tops, the blue tops. Blue tops you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So, so this is why the bumblebee in this scene is so significant because for those that don't know, that's how you know most dealers or corners or organizations uh, branded themselves for mm-hmm. the quality of product they felt they was putting out on the streets. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing for them, like, you know, marketing or whatever, mm-hmm. but you also marketing it to the cops. Yeah. And that's what got them on that because the guy in the house, um, he had a whole bunch of um, baggies with bumblebees on it. So that let them know they got he got all this stuff from the same place and, you know, it led them to him tipping them off on who he got it from and where he copped from too. Um, and he said the guy's name was Anderson who was um, selling him the drugs down in the street. Mm-hmm. So, um, but they said they had already been... Um, Investigating those bags Because they already had Four overdoses And all of them Wasn't in the city Like the overdoses Yeah they will come Yeah yeah, yeah. If, you, if you ever notice the, the police really don't give a fuck When it's happening Like in the urban areas mm-hmm. in, the, in the cities Where the black folks at Once, mm-hmm. once the drugs gentrify <laughs> That's what I call it The drugs gentrified mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and got out to the suburbs And outside of the city limits That's when okay hey, We gotta figure out What the fuck going on here Yeah so they um Find out about the guy Who was selling at Anderson He was working in uh, Alameda which leads him to keep an eye on him. Um, and then him and his team, they put playing a track on him later on his car or whatever. Um, but that same night, Anderson gets robbed. They uh, f- Some guys follow him. They break into his house where he, his old lady was at. Mm-hmm. And, um, but when but later on in the episode, when uh, his McDougal's team, because they put a track on on Anderson. Mm-hmm. But when they go to the house, they, they do a search warrant on the house. They find out that Somebody else already been in the house. The apartment. The apartment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah in his apartment or whatever. Um, and they could tell that somebody else had then, you know, threw the place around or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um then they later on find a, a tracker on his car. They find the second tracker on his car. Um but also because I'm I'm reading the article, y'all, that had it, you know what I'm saying, time and all of that, and two episodes. But um something else that uh that they didn't mention was they did a search one on Anderson's uh, apartment and at a red roof inn because they figured out that he was staying at a red roof inn based, on, based off the, based track, off the yeah. tracker yeah and that red roof inn is a real red roof inn yeah on that street and all that it, it, and I was gonna say it looked like a red roof inn yeah. like, like you yeah. know sometimes they'll try to like change the names or, or, or say it's or whatever but put that I guess a sign on another type of hotel yeah nah that's a red roof inn that, <laughs> but that was a red roof inn and like the street because he said a red roof inn on such and such street Mm-hmm. I had Googled, like I put it in the oh, map. Yeah, and it was like right there, like um it was like right off ninety five or something like that. No, he said the highway. He was like um something some street off of seventy six or something like that. But anyway, um that's just my nerd shit going on. But anyway, um so yeah, they break into both they do a double warrant or whatever, but they get him and his old lady at the hotel and then they notice that all of their stuff there, so then they realize they they, you know what I'm saying, must be moved or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then they find the second tracker on his car. Um, then doing all of this, um, we meet um a civil rights attorney. Her name is Nicole Steele, and she's been observing the growing brutality of cops in the city, and is making a note of it. Um, uh, did you know that was the chick from um Lovecraft Country? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it it was good to see her in a different uh character. Different yeah, role, you yeah. Know what I'm she playing in something. She playing in something else to another movie. I can't remember what it what it is though. But I heard somebody say she got something else coming up. But yeah, it is good seeing her in something else. Yeah. Um, and then we meet um Ahmed Jackson too. I'm sorry. Hawk Med. Hawk Med, yeah. Jackson. 
Um, and he joins her in to try to f- figure out, you know what I'm saying, what's going on with the p- police brutality. He's like a um, lawyer for the Department of Justice. Yeah, all of them were. Yeah, all of them were. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then in their searches and all of that, they come across the name of Daniel Hersel, and he's a part of the same gun trace task force that uh, uh, McDougal was in, I think. Yeah, McDougal's in the drug in the oh, gun. Oh, I thought it was Wayne Jenkins. Yeah, with Jenkins. I'm sorry, that yeah. Jenkins was in. Yeah. yeah, that Jenkins was in. Um, so throughout the episode, we see Daniel Hersel's way of working around, and then we got a cameo. Well, I guess it's it's a cameo from uh, he plays cameo. Slim Charles in the Wire. Never forget that voice. Yeah. Um, who's also named Big G from Backyard Band, um, and. It's a traffic stop. It's like a flashback of a traffic stop of him. Mm-hmm. And he pulled him out of the car because he did a rolling stop. That was how I got my first, well, warning coming out off of Lemon Street on Main Street. It was like I didn't stop. I got, I got one on Edwards Avenue. For real? Yeah, you remember, they, remember that, that, rail, that uh, railroad track right on Edwards Avenue? Stop sign wasn't always there. Railroad track on Edwards Avenue. Oh. Yeah, so like say you leave out Pickett Wiggly and make, make the right to head towards Mayo. You know, that's Edward yeah, Avenue. Yeah, okay. So, you know, when you get to that stop sign with that, that big that old house, house on the right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you go across. I forgot what street that is. But then right there by the water tower on your left, you know, it's that railroad track right there. Yeah. So, there's a stop sign there now, but they didn't put that there probably till I want to say, like, my freshman and sophomore year of high school, maybe junior year of high school. Yeah. So, I'm so used to riding with my mom and my sister and just going over the railroad track that when I finally got my license, I was coming from, like, picking with it something one morning to get, like, some bacon or something for my mom to cook breakfast. Go over the railroad track You know I did it slow yeah. You know what I'm saying So I'm not paying attention I got a system in my car My shit beating You know what I'm saying I'm just riding Man I get on Curving Street Where my mom house at And look at my rear view Blue lights behind me Damn So in my mind You know as a scared kid I'm thinking get home Cause I'm, oh, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm almost home. there yeah. yeah So I drove in the yard And this is how unaware I was of like police And how you supposed to Conduct yourself Like I went to open the door To get out Cause he, I'm, I'm thinking I'm home Like I, I was, Yeah I was gonna play it like I ain't know you was back there Yeah Man my father, yeah, Get back in the car I was like oh shit <laughs> I thought my mama came out of the house And all And she was like What's going on And she, she's like Son you not see that stop sign On Edwards Avenue I've been behind Edwards Avenue And I lied Like I didn't lie But I argued up and down With him that this Man there ain't no stop sign On Edwards Avenue I've been here all my life ain't uh, Like I argued him up and all down All 14 of your years <laughs> Yeah all 15, <laughs> 16 at the time said, ain't no You said he was line. a freshman no, I'm saying that I think they put it there. Oh, when like, you was a freshman, oh, you were like, like freshman or sophomore, yeah. But you know, I didn't get my license out like 16. 16, yeah. So I was like, man, no stop sign there, da da da. And it looked like he was trying to run from me. Where, where, where you going? I said, going, I, you was trying to run from him going 35 miles an hour. No, he thought like I was trying to jump out at the house and try to oh, run. Oh, oh, I got you, I got you. You know you. what I'm saying? But anyway, that that's my first like rolling stop experience that and found out that was really a thing. Yeah, so they got Big G. Well, I forgot his name, but anyway, I think it's, they said his name David something. Bacon or Boston or something but Anyway He pulled him out the car He was real nasty with him Whatever man, This man pulled every card out His yeah, wallet and, and, and it. But he Yeah he asked him to see his ID But he took his wallet from him mm-hmm. And then like you say Pull out everything Threw it on the ground yep. And then just let him go mm-hmm. um, And then look down at the sun Like huh, Yeah your daddy a bitch <laughs> I thought I I didn't take that Cause ain't nothing he could do He know You know what I'm saying It. I'm, I'm being funny when I say that But I really think he was looking at Looking at the kid like I'm like I'm the police like, Yeah yeah, yeah you know, That's man. what I took Like yeah. yeah Ain't nothing y'all could do about it Yeah um, So yeah So we hear that Hersel He received a whole bunch of Complaints But only one of them Been sustained That was kind of like A running thing I don't, I don't want to add time But How How do you think As a child 
that would make you feel and then it being a father which i know you don't have kids but if you were a father and you saw the cop intentionally like look at the little boy kind of giving that uh that power over you from both sides of the spectrum how you think you would have felt as a as a little boy seeing your father get treated that way and then as a father to allow your son to see you get treated that way because you know in slavery that's how they used to to break a lot of the defiant slaves was like to put them in front of the other male slaves and either buck them or beat beat them down to the damn the dead and you know even sometimes their kids were at, they make the kids watch how would that have made you feel I mean it depends on how my pops would have played it when he got back in the car mm. you know what I'm saying if you'd have played it cool I probably wouldn't have thought none nothing about it like me as a kid like a lot of shit happened and I ain't really thought nothing about it until right. I look back you know what I'm saying so. It would depending on how my pops would have played it as a, you know what I'm saying, getting back in the car. If he would have been like, don't worry about it, whatever, whatever. Or if he would have been in they fuss. My dad ain't no fussing type like that, though. So he probably would have played it cool. But, um, yeah, that probably, me as a, as a kid, because I think that little boy probably about nine or 19, something like that. Yeah. So you don't really know. But you know what I'm saying? Uh, as an adult, um, I don't know how, I don't know what I would have did if, if that was like, you know what I'm saying, my kid or like, a, you know, my, if my nephew was that young and I got back in the car, mm-hmm. how I would have played it, you know what I'm saying? And, and they looking at you like, like, man, you ain't going to do nothing? Or, or are, they, are they looking scared because they thought something was going to happen to you? Like, it's, it's a lot of different emotions that could have came. Kind of came, like you said, you said, depending on how your father would have reacted, yeah, how you would react like as, as a child. A, as a kid, like, you don't really know, like, a lot of times when adults being serious and when they playing, like, I'm, like I've been around adults when I was young and they talking shit. Mm-hmm. And you if you ain't used to adults talking shit like that, you like, well, damn, you know what I'm saying? Then at the end, everything fine, ain't nobody fighting or nothing like that. Right. So then you don't know, you know, maybe that's just how adults talk, or maybe that's just how police do, or you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I can't, I don't, and I ain't never really had to deal with nothing, nothing like that too much as a child. Um, deal with no police, you know what I'm saying? My police dealings came when I got older, or whatever. So right. I, I, I don't know. It, it would just depend on 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 my on the parents or whatever. And I was going to lead into the point of that is I was listening to an interview one time and basically they were talking about how we would allow the police to totally disrespect us because of the badge because we can't do nothing. Because if that had been an, another regular man that said your daddy owed money or something like that yeah. and he treated him like that and then you saw your dad do nothing and then get in the car. How, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but because, even- he's, because he's a cop it's like we got to take it But if that was a regular Another grown man That say your dad owed money Or they had an issue with And he approached your father On that type of time But your, your daddy wasn't on that time And then you got back in the car You gonna be looking at your pops like The fuck Yeah yeah But even even that too though It'll just depend on How my pops would play it When he get back in the car Now if you if you your pops How you play it with your nephew Or your son in the car If it's just a regular dude Yeah Oh, I'll shoot you in your chest. I'll wet you. <laughs> nah, I mean, that, that's just different, but that, that's what I'm getting at. It's different all because the shit. The, the point of this show is is how police can. What, what was the first line in the review um, when Wayne was giving the class? Oh, what did he say? Um, in the first line? Yeah, he said, um, Sergeant Wayne Jenkins got in the officers, the officers on how the law allows them to go ruthless as they can. Oh yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. So that's what I'm making a regular guy. You ain't going for it, but but like even okay, even if like even if you can't, even if you is you you on the cop one on one, you can beat the cop up or whatever, whatever. It's gonna be a, a whole lot of different consequences. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, and that's that's what they bank on. But um, uh, uh, it's it's just different, man. Like you could you could beat a cop or kill a cop or whatever, and, but you ain't gonna get away with it unless you like ambush their ass or something like that, like. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you so, gotta have total and what they call it, ambiguity. Like they can't have ambiguity. no idea. Yeah, they can't have no idea it was you. Cause then once they find it was you, or you labeled a cop killer. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. if you any race other than white, <laughs> it's gonna be a rough ride. I don't know no white cop killers that um and I ain't got their ass whooped. I'm trying to I, think. I, yeah, see, yeah, you gonna get your but you know, most of the time you non white, you might not even make it to the damn um police station because Oh, they beat you at, Oh, he had a gun Pow You know what I'm saying Like sometimes oh, yeah. They go severe When you're non-white You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. When you're white Yeah, they probably beat your ass You know what I'm saying Rough you up a little bit A little bit, nigga Yeah, they gonna rough you up but You gonna be fucked up If you black You might not even make it <laughs> Yeah Hell yeah Um. So yeah So then we get um McDougal's team He He's investigating the tracker And then they figure out That it's not the department's tracker Um, But then they find the name Of a um officer named John Cluel Mm-hmm and he's a detective as well. Um, and since they're tracking Anderson's uh, vehicle as well, McDougal believes that, you know what I'm saying, you know, they know that trackers are expensive. Right. So they're not going to take it to him. They're going to say, well, if it's legit or whatever, whatever, he's going to come and get it. Um, because they know they uh, he's been arrested. So if he hears he's been arrested, he's going to come looking for his tracker. Um, and then the episode ends with the FBI bringing um, – Wayne in They tricked him into going in to, uh, and, and did you see how How normal they made it sound That hey man You know uh, the, the cops in the city You know they Don't really got funding So a lot of cops Go out and buy their own Scanners and Yeah uh, and, and, and equipment Like it's like it just okay Yeah like, yeah Like I know in the In the federal government Even if you are Working the federal government Like you are not to use No personal equipment yeah. To do your job Yeah You know what I'm saying Like like I know one guy He was This African guy He was a, a contractor But he was over like Um like ordering his parts and stuff So he would like use Like his The credit card That the, the government gave him But was buying guns To sell to Other Africans Oh And you know After a while You know you gotta The The government gonna You know track them orders Yeah You know what I'm saying So you were supposed to order Say 60,000 worth of, of guns He bought 80,000 Bought 80,000 yeah. or, or you bought 70 Which means you bought An extra gun or two See that a little bit more Extra See that's Totally. See, that's different than what my man was doing. Though. I know. I'm, I'm just saying, yeah. like, you, you shouldn't even be allowed to do it, even if it's your personal. Like, once they know you bought your personal equipment, to, to, a personal tracker with your own money to do police work, that should be that should be a red flag. But because, like, I said, not really have- though. Not because. Uh, all right, so check this out. Okay. Let's say like you got a drug, like I mean, a job, like um, a job where you need like PPE or whatever, right? Right. And say like the the job give you like boots and gloves, or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the boots and gloves they give you Ain't the boots and gloves that you like personally right. So you go out and buy your own gloves You go out and buy your own boots That's like maybe better than what they'll give you Yeah. yeah. So I mean it's kind of like the same Because it's going to help you do your job better More comfortable So I, I figure like Yeah you're right Because right. like even when I was in the Navy They give you these uh, ship issue boots Like uh, actually you come with the boots from boot camp But then they be like Well yeah you, you can go to Such and such um, shop In downtown Hampton and get and, you some more. And you know what I'm saying Pay a little extra You know what I'm saying Get you some good boots What they call mm-hmm. it Get you some good boots So mm-hmm. yeah I, I get what you're saying Yeah so that's why I say That's a little different Um, And, and you know what I'm saying As long as it's not like Against the law And it's you know Within the Like you say In the confines of the job Or whatever So that's how I ended um, It was a whole lot of um Other stuff that this review I, w- I would have You know Talked about a little bit more stuff Like um The robbery or whatever Like how it was Mm-hmm. The guys, you know what I'm saying, set up the robbery or whatever. Um, and something they said when they went in the robbery, um, that I, I guess we can get into episode two now because they kind of show a little bit more of the stuff that happened. Right. Episode two. But um, 
like something he said before they went in the in the apartment to rob or whatever to break in the apartment. Mm-hmm. He said, "Cover my six. I mean, you know, cover my tail. No, but regular people don't talk like that. Only, oh, only oh, 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 so that was your sign. Okay, but, but I heard it, I was like, that's kind of weird. And then I was like, that's, niggas don't talk like that. Yeah, that's, that's military talk. Yeah, that's either military or police. Well, you I, know what I'm saying. I, I kind of lump it all in the same because it's a. Uh, a lot of the same um, language and, and training. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, like even us as civilian Americans are the only ones that tell time the way we tell time. Do it. Yeah, we do the 12-hour clock. Everybody else do the 24-hour 24 24 clock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when, when, I see, when I be talking to regular people and I hear somebody say, oh, yeah, it's 1600. Yeah, you know, oh, at 4 o'clock. I'm like, are you in the military? They'd be like, yeah, or no, I, I used to be a police officer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so certain jobs be certain, like that, yeah, too. I cover my six, you know what I'm saying? Watch my 12, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It only, it's only two only two lines of work that you'll say that shit on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that should have been an indicator, but... When they said it, I was like, damn, who talked like that? So then, you know what I'm saying? A nigga that was a cop or, or in the military and got out and became a criminal. <laughs> a cr- yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was it was a whole lot of little stuff in that in that um second episode. Um I mean the first episode. Uh the second episode What the fuck? Who was that? OJ the Juice Man? No, uh nah, this shit reset. Hold on. Um so yeah, then we get into a little bit more on the second episode. Um and they they don't have no episode names, you just say part one, part two. Right. Um So episode two takes us back in time when Wayne was new to the police force of Baltimore. Um he's training. His training officer taught him to forget all the rules, Jenkins, that he learned um from the academy. Whenever I go to a job or whatever. And like you know, in the training, it's like you know they teach you all the safety shit, whatever, whatever. And mm-hmm. you get with a the motherfucker, they be like, man, all that shit they taught you in school, throw that shit, throw out. that shit away. I don't trust that motherfucker. That motherfucker gonna get your ass killed. Fight. Yeah, kill the fight, kill the fight. And and when I was in the Navy, bro, I worked in the boiler room. The boiler was a uh, six hundred pound steam, twelve hundred degree steam boilers. Mm-hmm. That's what propelled the ship. You know what I'm saying? So. We had this thing called the EOS, which is the uh, engineer operation of sequencing something. I can't remember. But basically, it's a step-by-step, open this valve, crack this valve, then open the valve. You know, if you crack it too fast, the steam, it's going to bust it's it. All, all, all the shit that a motherfucker like like that person you talking about. They just do it a certain yeah, just they, way. Yeah, they, they just completely ignore know, it. They'll be like, I know they say to do it like this, but this is how I do it. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So... But like the ship that I was on was called a uh, USS LHD Seven Iwo Jima, USS Iwo Jima, right? We had an original Iwo Jima that was commissioned in like the fifties or sixties. But the reason it got decommissioned was because they had what they call a boiler explosion, where somebody opened up a valve too fast, wrong steam shot through the whole. And got remember it's six hundred pounds at twelve hundred mm-hmm. degrees. That shit shoots through the whole space in a matter of like five seconds. It killed everybody in there. Cause it, it, it's so hot, it, cook, it basically cooks you from the inside out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's why that that ship got decommissioned, and then they built a new one. But my point of it being, guys like that, they'd be like, "All oh, that shit they, they taught you, we mm-hmm. call it a school. All that shit taught you a school about pressure and valves and, and 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 engines and and valve seals and all that. Man, forget all that shit. Mm-hmm. No, nah, bro, you're not about to kill me or yeah, get, get my yeah. finger cut off or something, something crazy. No, I know, uh, I always, you know, on all these shows, I talk about my um time working on the railroad or whatever. But they they be like. They say there that was like all the rules we got here, they've been written in blood. Mm. So like anything, like it was one rule we had where like you couldn't walk and read a um they call it a switch list. You mm. couldn't walk and read a switch list. You know what I'm saying? If you get caught walking and reading your switch list, looking down at your switch list, you'll get in trouble. Right. Or whatever, right? But that's because somebody was walking 
looking at their switch list, and I, I can't remember if they got hit by a train mm. or they like ran up on something and like fuck up their legs and knee or whatever. You mm. know what I'm saying? So, every, you know what I'm saying? So, all the rules motherfuckers say, it, yeah. it might seem like some stupid shit. Mm-hmm. But it's there for a reason. Yeah, it was reason. only during like the the early beginnings of the modern USA, like after they created the railroads on that shit, where they was building those wonders of the world, like the Hoover Dam mm-hmm. and the Golden Gate Bridge and those skyscrapers in like New York, that they didn't follow really no rules then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like all those pictures we see back in the day, the old guys that you know was on building the, the top on the skyscrapers and they and sitting shit. on a fucking just on a steel on beam, beam with yeah. no fucking uh, no harness, no or harness or nothing. Yeah. That because back then. You know what I'm saying? They didn't really have those rules and regulations and OSHA and all that shit. And, but mm-hmm. if you go back and research the building of those, uh, what you call them shits? Uh, of those, built, whatever, the, like they, I ain't want to call you monuments, but whatever they are, the death toll of the workers was so high. So high as hell, because yeah. Because like, like with the Hoover Dam, they said it's basically like people fell in. Yeah. And, and they couldn't go get them, so they basically just poured the concrete on top yep, of them. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So like, those type of buildings will never be built again. Mm-hmm. That's why they 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 are marvels of the world because back then you had no restrictions. Build it as big as you want to build it, as tall as you want to build it, mm-hmm. there wasn't no restrictions. If they died, they died. Mm-hmm. But now, between getting sued and these regulations, we could never really have those crazy type of establishments again. And that's why we have rules. Just mm-hmm. like with, with, the, with the truck, with the train thing. What that movie was with Denzel and the white guy? I remember the, the fat dude was, was supposed to flip the switch, but he was bullshitting and then they didn't know the, the train took off with nobody in it. Oh yeah, that shit called cap. runaway or something. Like yeah, that. that shit cap. It won't. It can't happen like that in real life. But I, 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 I'm, I, I'm just saying, yeah. if, if he was had did you know shit the way he's supposed to have did it, but you know they you do shit so lazy every day and nothing go wrong. Yeah, until the day something go wrong. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'll tell you off mic how how that's cap and what that really came from. Okay. Um, uh, remind if you can remember, remind me. Um, but yeah, he tell him you know what I'm saying he got to learn the way that the, that the law works here. Um, it's uh these rules. See the Baltimore police uh, attempted to arrest people for the most nonsensical re- reasons. Um, learning from his training training officer, Wayne gets familiar with practices of making extra money. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is not like e- making extra money, like he's stealing money. Right. This is them like arresting people, and instead of like arresting the one person that got the weed, they arrest all three of the people that's hanging at the corner, right. even the ones that don't got it. Um, and uh, also, it shows how uh, people are let go by an. It says an accountant, but I think it was like a DA, a assistant DA, um, when the charge doesn't make sense. Um, so it was a scene where um, they just was, they basically was arresting everybody that was out, mm-hmm. even people that weren't illegal. Um, and he explained to them, like, yeah, they, you know what I'm saying? We're going to just clear the streets. It's going to look good for the mayor. Yep. The people not really going to do that because once they get to the job, I mean, the once they get to the jail, um, the ADA going to offer them, like, yo, we'll let you go. If you don't, if you sign this waiver, if you sign this waiver that you don't, you're not gonna sue us for um, you, arrest. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna um like try to um come back on us, or whatever. So it was like most of the people they just sign the waiver and go back home. Um, but some of the other people that don't sign the waiver, they'll just stay overnight mm-hmm. and they'll get a, they'll get released the next day. I get like a PR bond or something. Like that. Yeah, when they won't even do that. They just they won't even go. go to court. They just let them go. They won't even see the court. Um, so he's he was like, you know, what I'm saying it's good for them. There's nothing. Basically, he was saying nothing really going to happen to them. It ain't going to go on their record or nothing. But it'll look good because, you know, he said something like, um, this less chance of them getting killed or them killing somebody yeah, else. because they, they ain't on the corner for the, for a night. Yeah. And, and, it, and he said, based off how they log it, that's overtime for, for Overtime the for them, yeah. And that's how they make their extra money. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, it's, it's kind of crooked, but it ain't at all the way stealing. 
Right That's you almost know. like if, if you get paid by the hour And you go to work 15-20 minutes early So you clock in 15-20 minutes early mm-hmm. And then you stay An extra 15-20 minutes After you're supposed to clock out Just to get that extra You know half mm-hmm. hour 40 minutes on you You know what I'm saying So it ain't it ain't stealing, but it, you know what I'm saying? You you find a little loophole. It's a, it it was it, it ain't um it's a little unethical. Yeah. Yeah. But it ain't all the way stealing, you know what I'm saying? Um it ain't like you leaving work all the way and the motherfucker clock you out. Right. So um so um soon he learns how to be brutal. In the near future, Wayne becomes one of the important figures of the uh, Baltimore PD. Uh he passes on the things he learned from his training officer to the officer he's training. I think his name was Yang. Yeah. Um, then we go to the future. The FBI and McDougal's team were interrogating Aaron. That's Anderson. That's the guy that they um, broke into his house, mm-hmm. and then they went. Into, they found him at the red roof. Um, the FBI comes to find out that Antonio Shropshire, I think they say his nickname was Brill. Yep. They investigate him. Says he had strong ties with a police officer going by the name of G Money, and in the first episode we saw G Money, but he was um. He was arrested. We didn't know he was a cop then. Right, right. He, he was the first one that there was kind of like, and wait, is he the first one that um gave him Jenkins' name? I can't remember. No, no, I don't think so. But see, they already were looking at Jenkins because he was he had like a um. They said, "Tell us about Jenkins," and he was like, "People like Jenkins. The reason why they, like people like him are good, are good cops, or whatever he was saying." He said because what he said because they they jump out. No, not that they they know. All the right people and way like oh, okay. where the drugs come from or who got them. It's like Jenkins being a no. That, that, that's what it was. That what he had told him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, his name is G Money. His um real name is uh Hamadou. Mamadou. 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 Was it Gondo? Gondo. That was his name. Gondo. Mamadou. Mamadou Gondo. Um. Said talking to a fellow officer and tapping in the phone calls of Antonio confirmed the suspicion. So it's a whole lot they left out of this, but. Um, basically, they figured out that the uh no Antonio Anderson, mm. he told them that Shropshire was cool with G Money, and they figured out that they were talking to each other on the phone. Mm. So just like that, they got a trace on the phone. Yeah, but basically, he said he told them that you know he feared them because he was cool with G Money, and G Money at the time was part of the he said the drug force. That what um Anderson told them. He said that Jim was part of the drug force, mm-hmm. and that's why um, he felt like dude can openly sell drugs with no problem. Yeah. But then also remember, fast forward to this episode, um, the which it happens a little later. So I, I guess we'll oh you can go ahead and say because right, we, we ain't it. really so, going in the order. Right, so, you, so you remember they went and interviewed the Chinese dude, the Yang, Chinese guy, yeah. and um, and Yang was like he seen them out at like a bar or something. Yeah, together. he said they was too cool. They, they was too cordial. And then when he approached him, he was like, nah, man, all those rumors about him being a big time drug dealer. It's like, that's not true, man. He's a great guy. Yeah. And he great, said that yeah. he knew that to be false. So that put up the red flag for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but he reported, I think he said he reported yeah, it. Yeah, he reported it. Yeah. Cause he said he reported it to um to Internal Affairs, or IAD, or whatever mm-hmm. they call it. And he said that the first time they had a meet, like it was a secret thing, like meet me at yeah, this place, whatever, whatever. The van pulled up, the door slid back. Yeah, but then yeah. he said this time, he was like, they just walked in and wanted to talk to him, so he was kind of like, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it was kind of weird to him. Um, so yeah, then we go to uh, back to Steele, that's the um, lady from the Department of Justice, the Civil Rights, or whatever. Right. Um, she learned, she heard a song about a rapper, by a rapper, who wrote a song against Herschel, um, and how he is as a cop, like he's a dirty, and that's the guy that, um, Took the cards out and threw them on the ground and all kind of shit earlier. Yep. Um. So this leads to her to trace 
him and to learn more about him. Um, and she was talking to, she talked to another officer that he was basically a good cop. Right. And he kind of made a complaint about him. And as the police way of punishing him, like for him breaking that blue wall of silence or whatever, mm-hmm. they put him out in the sticks, basically in the park, just, you know what I'm saying? Um, Patrolling the park and look, you know what I'm saying? A little yeah, his bullshit post. area. Yeah, his post was a bullshit area. Um and he he got in touch with Steele and he told her that um he saw how the police um arrested a kid who was like, well, I guess the kid the way they showed the scene, the kid was walking home from mm-hmm. he said he was walking home from work. They roughed him up. He had like a knife. They said they said he was walking in a high crime area with a hoodie on. Yeah, but he was like, I'm just coming home from work. work. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um and they put up on like five cars, like like it was a drug bust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? How did he bust his head? Did he slam his head on the um? No, they slammed him. They slammed, slammed him on the to car. the ground on the car. Yeah, that's how he fucked his head up. Yeah. Um, but we didn't even know that because that, that's when they had cut to the black cop that still was talking to. But you heard the thump. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I assume they slammed him on the car, but they don't tell him what really happened. You know what I'm saying? Because it could something could have happened. Yeah, after because that. when they cuffed him, he's like, "Why you cuffed me? Why you cuffed me?" That's and when they, they, like, they, they cut the scene back to the black cop, and then you heard the, the thud. But then we didn't know his head was busted until, until later on. She went and, and talked to and him. Talked to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then that's when she said she realized that um, it was just a game to to make more risks, mm-hmm. kind of like the shit where they did with uh, Herschel's. Said earlier yeah, What all our parents Told us when we was kids Driving Be careful They are gonna pull you over It's mm-hmm. the first of the month The end of the month They gotta make that mm-hmm. quota mm-hmm. <laughs> Even um on Hot Boys I, I just listened to it too I always kept this with me though They be like on Tuesdays And, and Thursdays Better watch for the street Yes sir well, This is gonna act As you get caught in the street Uh huh And you know what's crazy When I was driving over here Just now When I put up in the yard Three Strikes was playing Three Strikes The Hot, Hot Boys, Boys Yeah Girl. yeah, And you know I, I listen to my music On Shuffle So like when a new album Come out I'll listen to it Once or twice And then I go back to Just shuffling shuffle. my whole library So yeah. I don't I don't really pick What I want to hit next And it's, it's crazy That you brought that up Because three literally Three Strikes came on <laughs> <laughs> um, So still She goes and talks To Herschel And she questions him About the number of complaints He, he had or whatever um, and This was basically at a bar Yeah at a bar um, he was eating wings. This nigga, this this how you know this motherfucker nasty and cocky as fuck. Yeah. This, so she questioned him or whatever. And when she figured, when he figured out who she is, because she said she from the Department of Justice, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He eating chicken wings. It ain't no clean way to eat chicken wings at all. You gonna have shit on your hand if they good. Yes, sir. This motherfucker eats the wing, lick his finger, suck the bone, suck the bone. bone. He lick his finger and then put his hand out to shake. No, his no, chicken he, hand. he lick, lick his finger, oh, then wipe, then his, wipe shirt his shirt and then put it. Then put, yeah. <laughs> That motherfucker nasty, cuz. She, she, she took out a wet wipe. Yeah, she was, but after she shook his hand, <laughs> yeah, though. After she shook his hand, yeah. yeah. Uh, this was pre-COVID, you know what I'm saying. Of course, of um, course. But all he basically had to say was that he was doing his job of cleaning the streets. Because um, he said something like, y'all, uh, he said, y'all kind, y'all want to come down to uh, come come down here from D.C. to try to teach us how to police. You know what I'm saying? So they, they take offense to that shit. Yeah, a lot but, of motherfuckers who do shit the wrong way, when people try to get you to do your job the right way, mm. they always tell you like, "I, I can't." You know, y'all trying to tell us how to do our job, and shit. you ain't here. You, you, you don't know what it takes to do this job. Yeah, because yeah. even he was like, "Yeah, it's, it's forty nine complaints, but only one was sustainable." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, what did he say? He said, "Which means that all of those complaints were criminals mm-hmm. who couldn't." Um, he said something, but he basically he said all of the people that didn't the complaints that that didn't stand up, they were criminals. Um, damn, it's one o'clock already. Um, they outside. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so that was it. It was a whole lot that they left out because I'm basically reading something from another um 
another review site. Another review site, yeah, which don't do as thorough a job that we like to do. Yeah, but we really just want to catch up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Since we be two episodes behind because we're trying to figure out what show we want to recap, but we we promise y'all next next episode gonna be another one of them long hour and a half drawn out. Yeah, maybe depth. so. Yeah, uh, like how Snowfall used to yeah. be. Um, a couple things that that uh happened on this episode that I wanted to um Highlight. say. So mm-hmm. yeah, so one of the one of the phrases they said um the uh, guy that was training um Jenkins mm-hmm. he said that um there's no dictatorship in America. More solid than a beat cop on his post. Mm-hmm. That's something that they said on the wire, on one of the seasons on the wire. That was a line they said on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you know that that same police talk or whatever. Um, and then another thing when they were doing the wire tap for the phone because they skip a whole bunch of that shit. The wire tap that they did, all the shit. Um, yeah. The guy that was telling them when they first set it up, the guy he was like. The bad guy has to be, has to be perfect, perfect all the time. Oh yeah, I remember that one. All we have to do is be lucky, lucky one once. time. I remember that. Was the truth? Like, if you dealing drugs or you out here doing some some shady shit, you got to be perfect. Like, mm-hmm. you got to have all your T's crossed and your eyes dotted. Yeah. Or you gonna fuck up? But the police, all they gotta do is just yeah, be lucky, lucky one, one time. Catch you slipping one time. One time, it, they could just be here a conversation at the mall or mm-hmm. at a restaurant or something. They just got lucky and they get your ass. Or, um, or you shit, you ain't know your tail light was out. You was riding yep, dirty. Yeah, that's how they got my cousin. One, they got my cousin one time. His um, uh, they pulled him over for his uh license plate light. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how they got him. Yeah, sometimes um, it'd be something just as simple as that. Yeah. And you doing everything as, in your power possible to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You got your seat better on, your yep. music download, you, you know, your 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock, you, you're stopping at the stop sign fully. You know, you're turning your center light on, you're switching lanes, and your tail light out, or your, or your, or your, your license plate light out. Or yeah. a, a, a dog dart out in front of you that the cop behind you don't see, and you swerve, and now he think you drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all that kind of shit. So, or you... So a, a be in your car and you swerve or whatever you know what I'm saying not that give him excuse to pull you mm-hmm. but that that remind me of um on the wire on season three I think no it might have been season one but so um Avon who's the main one of the main drug dealers his nephew got caught with the bird well no this is something else oh, so okay. they they go and see one of their uncles mm-hmm. and his uncle had got shot mm-hmm. and so it what he he basically just got caught slipping. And so he tell him, he was like, you know what I'm saying? How you going to not slip like one time? Like, how you going to be perfect all the time? Like, you going to slip. Like, right. how, you know what I'm saying? How you going to keep that up? And that's basically what this, you know what I'm saying, cop was basically saying. Like, you ain't going to be perfect all the time. Like, some you yeah. going gonna to slip. And and the slip of that episode was G-Money. They they noticed this one particular number had called G-Money. I forgot how many times in the last three months. And it was like 40-something times. Like 40-something times in like the last month. No, it was 400 and something times. in the last three yeah. months, something like that, yeah. And that was the slip-up that now that they got the wiretap on the phone, yep. You call, he called to let him know, the, the, the dealer, who's supposed to be perfect, called to let G-Money know who is the cop. That, hey, man, I took the car to the shop. It was and a track on it. track on the car. I'm about to ditch it and put it on a working person car. And matter of fact, it was another track. So this was the third tracker that they found. Cause remember the, the first two was from Anderson or whatever the mm-hmm. other guy. So this was another tracker that was on um, Brill car, the yeah. Shropshire guy car. Yeah. Um, and this is something else. I don't know how true this is, but if this true and y'all listening, so they talking on the phone and he's telling this the same scene. Oh, he yeah, telling I heard him this, this and he was FaceTime. like, he was like, uh, this is an iPhone. He was like, yeah. He was like, let, yeah. Let me Facetime you. Mm-hmm. So then the officer's like, damn. He's like, why? He was like, what's up with that? And then he tells him that. Um, you he knows that you can't you can't track, can't track a face call time. A, I mean a FaceTime, FaceTime call. call. So 
I don't know how true that that is, but um, <laughs> no, that's if, it's true. Okay, so it's if you're out here hustling, get you an iPhone. It's true. Like like um, yeah. So like even if it is a tap on your phone, like the FaceTiming of it, they can't like it's something about it. Yeah, because it's it's it's, it's Video. visual. It's yeah. visual. It's like a whole different server. They can't tap in on that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that like even with Snapchat, they could pull Snapchats. Like you know how people think, oh, it's Snap when I it delete, it delete. Nah, they could pull though. Yeah, because they stored on a, on a server. On a server. Uh-huh. But with those FaceTime calls, that they, they can't like infiltrate the conversation going back and forth because it's, it's a whole different line. If that makes sense. Yeah, that do make sense because you can FaceTime. You can FaceTime on the internet. If you don't have no phone service, my the, the iPad I gave my mama when my nephew went to college, it was an iPad I got from my job for attending a class back in 2012. No phone service. It, they let us know it only works on Wi Fi. On Wi Fi, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So then was just a couple things. Oh, and then um, he went to class. Um, Jenkins, his first day of training. Mm-hmm. If this was a real date, it was my 22nd birthday, yo. Really? Yeah, which is. I, it's kind of crazy But you know Anyway It was August 18, 20, 2003 Y'all know how old I am now Anyway um, That's it for this episode man um, I like it Episode 3 come out Monday So if y'all watch that We'll do this ep- We'll uh, record every Wednesday night So it'll be up Wednesday night Thursday morning So y'all can mm-hmm. hear it um, That way it won't run too close So you have time to listen to it yeah. And then you know Before the next show come out So that's and, our plan And Early heads up It's only six episodes I mean we're already two in So I mean it's yeah. four left Yeah If y'all got any show Or series that y'all want us To recap next Besides the why Besides the why Yeah because That's in the archives Yeah Let us know ahead of time So we can already be prepared We we weren't really prepared For this because we weren't sure Whether they're gonna do this But then the this started This started like During Snowfall too So yeah, yeah. It was, It's kind of hard to do two shows At one time yeah. And then especially when Kane got his own show That he does And then I got mine too we working, um, man. Yeah, yeah, we working. So, um, but help us help y'all, man. Let yeah. us know what, what y'all want to do earlier. Um, I don't know. Maybe shit. I, I, I binge watch Ozark in one night, nigga. I can't do Ozark. <laughs> I can't do Ozark. Um, it's a lot because that's yeah. I can't do Ozark. It's cool to watch, but it especially to the ending, it it didn't do. Oh that yeah, for me. yeah. That, that's one of those shows that you know it just it's too much sprinkling that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. It's a good show though, but um. I don't know if I want to do that, but no, anyway. no, no. But if y'all got any, 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 it, it could be a comedy, a fucking car. I got a, a show idea too. Yeah. Anyway, man, we got other people that need to get in the studio. Yeah, but man, uh, can't working. let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Man, as B said, man, y'all, and my loyal followers, man, y'all know y'all can catch me every Wednesday, man, at the Cane is Able Podcast. Y'all can email me at CaneIsAblePod at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook at Hennessy Black, uh, Instagram, and Twitter underscore Hennessy Black with two C's. Um, like I said, catch me every Wednesday, man. Hit me up. And uh, y'all know where y'all can find me, Preacher underscore BP. Um, you can find the show on Facebook, DJ Blaze Radio Show, and on Instagram, DJ Blaze Show. Um, and I did, I just got an email. That if you listen to the show on Facebook, they're about to end that if they already haven't. So, um, you know, check us out on iTunes, Apple, Pod, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart. Um, where you get your podcast listening every, pleasures. Everywhere you get your podcast. So, um, Anyway, it's your boy Be Easy. And your boy Kane, yo. And we out. Let those who have ears listen. Whatever you ask, this is the DJ Blaze Show. Blaise Show.